Welcome to Drive Time, where we look to jumpstart amazing conversations. I'm your host, Ryan McElrath, high school pastor at Fellowship Bible Church in Jackson, Tennessee, and I'm excited that you've joined us. Now, let's put it in drive. Welcome to another episode of Drive Time, where we answer kids' questions to spark family conversations. Hey, everyone, how was Thanksgiving? And how was that Thanksgiving meal? I know the whole spread is laid out on the table, and I don't know what your favorite part is. It could be the turkey, or the ham, or the mashed potatoes, or the sweet potatoes, or the green beans with the cornflakes on top, or I don't, whatever it is. For me, personally, I could skip the entire meal and just go straight for the pie. Pumpkin pie and pecan pie. Those two, oh, well, now I'm hungry. Anyway, let's move on. Hey, but at the end, at the beginning of the meal, though, what do we usually do? We gather around the meal. Maybe we share some stuff that we're thankful for, and then we pray. And then what happens at the end of that prayer? We all say, amen. Well, today's question comes to us from Audrey. Audrey asks us, what does amen actually mean? Because we say it all the time at the end of our prayers, or we could say it in worship. Maybe it's in some songs that we've heard. Maybe you hear some person shouting, amen, while the preacher is given a, a solid truth from the pulpit. But what does that word actually mean? Well, let's go all the way back to ancient Israel. The term amen was used in corporate worship. So when everyone came together in ancient Israel in two ways. It served as a response to praise given to God, and second, as a response to prayer. Now, the term itself is rooted in Hebrew, and it means truth. So when we say amen, it's an acknowledgement that the word has been heard, whether a word of praise, a word of prayer, um, a sermon, that we agree that it's true and sure and binding. So this little word that we say at the end of our prayers or the little word that we say um, out loud when, when someone is praising God is centered on the idea of truth of God. And the truth of God is such a remarkable element of Christian faith, it cannot be overlooked. I mean, the Bible is God's word, and God's word is true. It is not just true, but it's truth itself. I mean, listen to Jesus Christ's words in his prayer in John 17. In verse 17, he says, sanctify them in the truth. He's talking about his disciples, the people who would follow him. Sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. So when we're talking about amen, we're talking about the actual truth that is spoken. And the truths of God are yes and amen. Paul writes that in 2 Corinthians 1.20, which simply means that the word of God, the Bible, is valid, it is certain, and it is true. Therefore, Audrey, the expression amen is not simply an acknowledgement of personal agreement, not just what I'm agreeing, what has been stated, but it's a willingness to submit to the truth of that word, to be bound by that word. And so when we say amen to the word of God, we are holding firmly in place the truths that have been set before us. Now, there is one crucial example that I would love to give to you from the New Testament when it comes to the word amen. And that comes from the lips of Jesus. Many, many different translations say, truly, truly, I say to you. 
Jesus says this all the time. Truly, truly, I say to you. Some translations say, verily, verily, I say to you. But verily, verily sounds like merrily, merrily, life is but a dream. So we're going to go with truly, 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 I say to you. Now, let's go back. Let's, let's dissect. Let's learn. The Greek word that is translated as verily or truly is the word amen. And Jesus begins many, many statements by saying, truly, truly, I say unto you. So he's basically saying, amen, amen, I say unto you. And what's the significance of that? Well, that Jesus, that every word that came from his lips, he was starting by saying, this is true. This is important. I mean, think about this example. His practice, practice saying the truly, truly, amen, was something like sounding the whistle and hearing announcement over the loudspeaker on his ship. You hear that? Now hear this. This is the captain speaking. And when that announcement is made on a ship, everyone stops. Everyone pauses. They're wondering where the life jackets are, maybe. But they're realizing that when the captain speaks to the entire crew, when it comes over the loudspeakers, it must be of the utmost importance and urgency. Now, that's just a ship. When we take that example and we look at the authority of Jesus, man, the authority of Jesus far outweighs any captain of any seagoing vessel, even a pirate. Jesus has been given all authority in heaven and earth by God the Father. So when Jesus gives a preface, when he opens up a statement to a teaching and says, amen, amen, I say unto you, our ears should be listening to take note instantly of what our Lord is going to say following that because it is utmost important and it is true. When Jesus says amen to indicate truth, we say amen to receive that truth and to submit to it. Families, what I want you to do is I want you to talk about what the word of God means to you. If the word of God is ultimately the truth and we say amen because we know that it is binding and we know that it is true, what are the important aspects of God's word for our lives? Families talk about the importance of God's word in everyday life. And then why don't you talk about the ultimate truths that Jesus talked about in his word? Look and see where you can find Jesus saying, truly, truly, I say unto you. Find those, read those passages, expound on that and and figure out what are the truths that Jesus wants us to live by. Have those conversations with your family and I, I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. I'm still stuffed from all my pie and so I'll see you next week. Again, if you have questions, make sure to send them to rmcelrath at fellowshipjackson.com. I'll see you later. Thanks again for joining us on this episode of Drive Time. I pray that this short listen will turn into a road trip conversation with your family. I'll see you next time.